Hello and welcome to the Queer Sober Social Podcast. We are so excited to be here. We are your chill social group of LGBTQIA plus folks who want to do more with their lives than just drinking. Whether you identify as in recovery, sober curious, or just wanted to be sober while you're listening in, we're really happy that you're here. Since this is our first episode, we wanted to start off by introducing ourselves and what we're all about. So, without further ado, let's get this started. All right. So, who are we? I will go first, and my name is Carly Novoselsky, and my pronouns are she and her. I was born and raised in the Chicago suburbs, and I refer to myself as a former wild child turned serenity seeker. And you will find out more as you get to know me. I identify as a queer femme, and I also identify as in recovery from alcohol and drug addiction. I am a huge foodie and love checking out all the restaurants in Chicago. And I'm also a former service worker from the hospitality industry turned mental health and substance abuse counselor. I wanted to use my experience of getting sober to ensure that no one else has to feel the way that I felt. And that is part of the reason why we're here today. Thanks, Carly. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Rajiv Kutter. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, I was also bo- born and raised in the Chicago suburbs. Uh, but unlike Carly, I feel like I'm more just an introvert, a little bit more behind the scenes for a lot of things. Um, I, don't, I don't happen to use the label sober, but, you know, functionally, I am sober, which I mean, so be it. <laughs> it's something that it just, it works for me. So, and I'm happy to be around everybody else who doesn't happen to drink or do drugs at the time, which is nice. Um, on this podcast, you can probably expect me to put on my business hat because I work in business. Um, I work as a consultant during the day and the night and some weekends. Um, and <laughs> really just try to give you a little bit of a perspective coming from this at a slightly different angle. But you can see that both... Carly and I are just different people a little bit, and you'll definitely come to see that um, in future episodes or as you get to learn more about us. But it's still cool because we're able to work together and we're putting on something like this for you. So you'll get a number of different uh, perspectives no matter where you're coming from. Exactly. And that is why we're super excited to be here and putting this on to share the stories that we really needed to hear when we were first coming out, when we were first figuring out sobriety and just the kind of life that we wanted to live as adults. So telling those stories now and really hoping to put the word out there for anyone else who needs to hear it. So, so Carly, I mean, like, yeah. how would you even describe what the Queer Sober Social podcast really is all about? Well, we are queer and we use the word queer as an umbrella term for a reclamation of what was used to be a slur against uh, queer people. And we're kind of just taking it now and wearing it as a badge of honor. And that is why we call ourselves queer. And, you know, the LGBT group is who we are here for, but everybody is welcome. We welcome allies. We welcome anyone that's just wanting to learn more about what we're all about and all the different identities that the members in our group and the people have on our podcast will hold. Awesome. Well, another part of the Queer Sober Social podcast is that we're also sober. Um, And there are a lot of places for people who are in some sort of recovery or in some sort of step type program or some sort of thing like that. Um, We're trying to bring together just a lot of like-minded people who are just trying to be sober or just who happen to be sober um, or who might be sober curious, like we mentioned before. 
Um, and so it doesn't, this isn't necessarily meant to just focus on recovery, but some people we meet will probably be in recovery. Um, some people that we meet won't be. And I think that that's great because it still is allowing for some of that perspective to come in the mind. Um, and it really doesn't matter if you don't drink often or you never drank or uh, even if you are in recovery or you just don't want to drink right now, like while you're listening to us, that's great. And you're all welcome. Absolutely. And one thing that we love to say is we are not the sober police. We are not the queer police. Whatever you're doing right now, whatever place you are in your life, you are exactly where you need to be. You are sober enough to be listening to this podcast. You are queer enough and you are enough. So we cannot reiterate that enough. Um, finally, the last piece of our puzzle for the Queer Sober Social podcast is that we are social. We are a supportive group of in a community that has formed over time, but we don't consider ourselves a recovery group necessarily. And But we're always happy to give out referrals and network and for references if you need it. But we are more focused on, you know, just how, like, becoming friends and kicking back and getting to know each other and what our lives look like as sober and queer people in the world because we have uh, plenty of problems as everybody else does and <laughs> it does not, um, doesn't change. Um, but what makes us different is that, you know, we want to bring on a diverse group of people that have different viewpoints of the world that have had different experiences and really um, showcase those amazing stories of all the people that have come together in this group. For sure. And so the other piece of this is, of course, the podcast. Um, so what should you really expect? Because this is our first episode, I wanted to make sure we kind of set up um, how we're actually going about doing this um, and what you can expect either if you're tuning in via Twitch or YouTube or you're listening on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Um, our goal is to have some sort of podcast come out every other week. Uh, we have jobs, so unfortunately this is not a full-time thing. Um, and whenever we can, we're trying to get some guests who come from all over the place, different walks of life, um, different backgrounds, different experiences, because even though the intersection of queer and sober may feel small, it's actually bigger than you think. And we wanna make sure that we're providing you a little bit more of that perspective of just how big it really is. Absolutely. So we'll be shooting to make our podcast around 30 minutes long. And as soon as we are done, it will be available on all major podcast platforms. And we're super excited to get this content out into the world. And so as you can all see, if you're watching us, this is also a video podcast. So hello to everyone that is here. And thank you so much for being here. We will stream on Saturdays from 4 to 5.30 on YouTube and Twitch, as Rajiv just said. And be sure to check us out at Queer Sober Social on all platforms and follow us. <laughs> be sure to follow us. Yes. Um, I think one thing that I would also like to mention is that you, if you are looking on Twitch right now, um, you can actually click that follow button right there. Um, click the heart and you will be following us. So the next time that we go live, you'll be able to see us. Um, I will also mention that anytime that you do follow, something cool will happen. Today happens to be Halloween. It happens to be our first time. And so uh, somebody who ends up subscribing might end up showing up magically on our channel. <laughs> so thank you very much if you happen to subscribe during this. Um, and thank you very much if you've subscribed before or even after this. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're subscribing on any of the video platforms or on the audio ones. Anything you do is helpful, and we'd love for you to make sure that you don't miss a single episode that we create. That's right. So, Rajiv, who is this podcast for? So, 
Um, I know that we mentioned that we're a queer, sober, social group, um, but really, it doesn't really, it, it, it's for everybody in a lot of ways. Um, it's all sorts of identities, but more specifically, we are focusing on the queer and sober community. Um, and it really doesn't matter what intersectionalities you hold. So what cultural background you come from, what you come from, um, what your gender identity is, what your sexuality is, how you identify in terms of sobriety, um, to what level of sobriety you feel like you are, doesn't really matter all that much because we're, again, just trying to make sure we're coming all together to talk. Um, and that's the idea, is if you just want to break from some of the drug culture or some of the drinking culture or some of the other culture that tends to be a little prevalent in the LGBTQ community, um, you like this podcast. I guarantee it. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I can't go a day without seeing alcohol ads and our society is just steeped in this stuff. So as a nice getaway from all of that, definitely our podcast is a place to be. Um, and like Rajiv said, it doesn't matter if you identify as in recovery or if you're just sober curious or just even questioning your identity, this is the place to be because we are non-judgmental. We are so open to everything. So, you know, it's really, really a safe place to come and just be yourself and discover and explore who that is. Um, another important thing is like, we've been there. So... <laughs> Uh, when yep, you're in the midst have. of it, like you have two people who have at least not maybe fully figured it out, but you know, <laughs> are not at the beginning of the journey at least. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's no shame here and no judgment. So this is definitely a podcast that I needed when I was figuring all this stuff out. So we are going to be making that content readily available to whoever else out there is at the, at the beginning of their journey, maybe the middle maybe been doing this for a long time and you can relate to us. So we're just super, super excited to be getting queer, sober, like content out there that you all are needing. So like Rajiv said, it's a way bigger intersection than most people are aware. And if you fall into that, um, hello, hey, welcome. <laughs> you are not alone. And we're so happy that you're listening. So a few other things we wanted to cover today are kind of um, piggybacking off what we were just talking about, kind of our code of conduct or the ideals that we like to operate from. We like to say that we are a sex positive podcast and group. We accept all forms of sex, sexuality, gender expressions, all that fun stuff. And we do not tolerate anything such as kink shaming, slut shaming, or relationship shaming. All lifestyles, everything is welcome here. We do not yuck somebody else's yum. That is uh, not our job. So um, just know that this is, uh, we like to keep this a safe space and a non-judgmental place and there's no need for shame or any of that stuff. Guilt, not here. <laughs> and of course, we are only speaking from our own experiences. What's worked well for us um, might not always work well for you. So you are the expert of your own life and we are the expert of ours. We are just here to share our stories and the stories of others who can provide unique viewpoints of the intersectionality of queerness and sobriety. And lastly, we definitely encourage questions in our live chat, but please be respectful of one another. And as I said, we'd like to make this a safe space for ourselves, our guests, and uh, all of our followers as well. So. Thank you again for everybody who's joining in via chat. Um, if you are on Twitch, you do have to at least accept these rules that we just talked through. Um, you can actually just click on it and then you'll be able to chat. Um, and if you are a follower, thank you again for following. Um, 
So we really appreciate you no matter where you're coming from. One thing I'd like to actually shift over to, Carly, was just maybe a little bit about um, how the Queer Sober Social Organization really came about, because it's something that I happen to end up just joining uh, a little bit later, but I know that you were part of the start of it. I was. So my two good friends, Holly and Phoebe, and I all met. We were part of a different sober women's group. And through that group, we kind of, the three of us became friends. And Holly and Phoebe were the first to start Queer Sober Social because they wanted to know where all the other people like them were in the city because they knew they existed, but there wasn't a place for them to physically go and get together and find these people besides like few and far between on dating apps. Like there was not the place where we could all just come together. So they created it and had two in-person events back in January and February, uh, and they were in person pre-COVID. So there was quite the turnout. I was at both of those events and they were fantastic. There was so much energy in the room. It was such a fun night, both nights. And it was just truly amazing. There was over a hundred people at these events that came out of the woodwork in the freezing months of Chicago to come be with their queer sober um, and people and make new friends. And um, I knew immediately that I wanted to be a part of this because these are my people, um, you know, and these are the rooms that I want to be in. And things kind of took a shift with COVID happening. It actually, there was a third event planned the week that everything shut down. Remember that. So yes, yes. We had to shift things to the online format and, um, you know, we've just continued to stay online since then having weekly queer sober social events over zoom. And, you know, we've been doing that for the past six months, weekly, every week. So just being the staple for queer and sober people. And because it's online, anybody and everyone can join from all over the, all over the world, all over the States. So it's been really, really fun and such a privilege to have stepped up and be moderating the group every week. And we have really formed this beautiful community that um, was really unexpected when this all started to go down at the beginning of this year with COVID. So I like to say that the Queer Sober Social Group has been my longest lasting relationship and my healthiest relationship throughout this whole pandemic. And I really don't know what I would do without everyone because it has been so instrumental in know just continuing to evolve and talk about the topics that you know only queer and so sober people will understand and um through that uh we get to meet amazing people like yourself that's great i mean i happened to join i think it was the second live event um maybe in february if that sounds right Mm -hmm. this year Mm -hmm. um so like yes in case you are not aware because we stream 4 to 5 30 that is in central time we are in chicago (laughs) Uh, and February is very cold, uh, no matter what year. Uh, so the fact that like it was packed because this is before everything was shutting down, like we said, um, and this is a time where just people were able to come together. Like the, I, I don't remember, like you guys um, booked like an art studio or something like that, right? Um, it just there was like a popcorn machine. There was like so much that you guys had put in together, um, and the fact that we filled that place. In, like pretty much for the entire night. Um, I remember when everybody was leaving when we had to shut down, it was still pretty full. 
Um, and what was nice also that I really liked about it was just the fact it was super actually diverse and actually all the letters of the LGBTQ alphabet. Like you will find people who identify all over the spectrum, which is great because a lot of times, at least when I, at least me personally, when I've attended a lot of queer events um, or LGBT type events, it tends to be a little bit more focused either on gay men or it'll tend to be all women or it'll just kind of be something that's open to everybody, but not everybody really shows up. And that's what I really, really like about this is that everybody does show up and it is a place for everybody. So, I mean, I've really appreciated it, uh, all, this, all the work that you guys have put out there to get this started. Um, and that's why uh, I wanted to make sure that we're sharing this with everybody else as well. Um, people like you who are either listening in or watching. Absolutely. I mean, there are so many people out there, like you said, that I would have never met if it wasn't for this group, if it wasn't for the in-person events, moved to the online events. And we have really have a strong community going here and um, people that come back that tell their stories. And, you know, over the past few months that we've been really getting to know each other, like we, these meetups that we have, even though they're virtual, like they are very intimate. They are very vulnerable. We are talking about hard-hitting real stuff and I, I mean I love it it's so fun I feel like I'm really meeting who I'm supposed to be meeting my chosen family that like I've always dreamed of having like I always would wonder like who are these people and like where are they finding like their like their people like that they get along with that are in their lives that are supporting them um ride or dies like where are they at and it's through this group that I know that I've already found so many great great people that I will be friends with for the rest of my life. And I think that that's amazing because uh, a lot of times when you're actually looking at the general queer community or the general server community, it tends to be a little bit insular, if that makes any sense. Like it, it, it's people who just tend to know each other already um, or it tends to be a little bit cliquish. And so what we're trying to do is just kind of bust that open and you know, anybody and everybody can come along. Any and Anybody and everybody can come together like this. Um, and the fact okay. that such a cool group has already showed up like virtually, like we built this from like people who are just clicking on a Zoom button to come on and they just join every week and something like this came about. Like that's that to me is unheard of and is truly amazing. Um, so first of all, kudos to you, Phoebe and Holly for like having the idea and getting it started. Um, I, I know for me, at least I was also, I had just finished grad school um, and had just restarted work um, when I found out about this. And when I was kind of like looking at it, I was I was I was feeling really burnt out from just the queer community generally, because every single event that I went to was like at a bar or every single event that I went to was just like just for guys or something like that or only guys ended up showing up. And so I was like, yeah, I mean, cool. It's great. Like we have a space that's really important. Um, but what I was trying to look for was something more. Um, and when I saw something like this show up, I was stunned because I, I mean, I had asked a friend of mine um, who happened to be pretty plugged into the queer community, and she was telling me that there are some, like, um, basically, like, sober bars that were opening up on the East Coast, and I think in L.A. and some places like that. And so there was, like, the, the inklings of a community like this to get started. Um, and so it definitely showed some sort of promise or some sort of desire. And then showing up to that event in February and seeing, like, 100-something people, not all of whom I'm sure would identify as sober, like... Maybe they just weren't drinking for that day. Maybe they just weren't drinking just for that event or something, or they were doing like a sober February or sober January or whatever. Um, but the fact is that like people were looking for a place. And um, 
I mean, this is able to provide that space for people. So similarly, like here on Twitch, on YouTube, if you're listening to podcasts, you're going to see a lot of people who talk about like either alcohol or drugs or whatever in some sort of way in terms of just, I don't know, like it's, it's a part of their daily lives and what they actually do. Um, I think what we're providing is just like an alternative for that. Right. So it's, it's absolutely a place. I also think too that in the recovery community, like, yes, like is great. Like I needed a lot of resources and support in the beginning, but like once you are off and going and being sober is the norm, like you kind of need a break from the recovery spaces and just being so entrenched in talking about recovery, talking about not drinking, like there is more to life after you get sober and like it's really exciting to talk about the new things that are going on and like maybe it doesn't have to relate back to like the fact that you stopped drinking like yes it's amazing like save your damn life like do it um but there's like then great things start to happen after that and it's like it's a little hard to go into recovery spaces and share that stuff so we love to talk about the wins we love to talk about like what's on the horizon, the new great ideas that everyone has and just kind of like, it's just a refreshing atmosphere to be able to just show up and know that everybody has this common thread. Like we already have so much in common, just knowing that we're in this group in this room because we're interested in being sober for this evening. And we identify somehow in the LGBT community. So those two big commonalities alone, just allow for everybody to kind of relax and just really be friendly and open and like not fearful of like meeting new people. And it's been just fantastic, honestly. Like I know it's so daunting to click on a Zoom or to show up to a place where you don't know anybody. But like I said, if you just know that you have these two major life things in common, you will find plenty to talk about. And that's the other thing I love about us too, is that we don't always have to talk about the fact that we are in this community or sober. Like that's obviously the link that connects all of us. And that's amazing. And obviously it's why we're here having the queer sober social, but we also get to talk about so much more, like everything else in the world that is going on in our lives that is happening because, you know, we're us, we're unique. And yes, being queer and being sober is a part of our identity, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the most interesting thing about us. And there's so many more facets to one's personality and their makeup that makes them who they are and we're here to like talk about that and uncover that and like connect it back to like who they are and how it connects back to sobriety and queerness but it doesn't have to be the end all be all of everything of who you are like we understand that we are here to learn more about you and what how you came to be and I think that's what I really like about the fact that this is a queer sober social group like it's kind of an emphasis on that social piece because I mean, the queer and the sober stuff, as Carly said, like it's it's important. It's 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 something that does bind us. It is something that ties us all together. But the social piece is really interesting as well because it, it is everything else. Um, it's the how do you figure out dating when you're sober? It's the like <laughs> and also queer or like are you questioning your queer identity? Like there are as as Carly was saying, there's so many ideas that have just just the both of us have even been talking about about what might we want to talk about on something like this. Um, it, it, of course, if you are listening live right now um, and you happen to have some ideas, feel free to throw them in the chat. We will definitely take a look. We will definitely add to them, uh, add them to our list of episodes. Um, if you're listening on um, Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or something like that, uh, you can actually find our anchor page and uh, use that to send us a voice message. 
And in future episodes, we were hoping to maybe just answer some questions based on people's voice messages, uh, which would be really cool. Um, and so there's tons of ideas that we have that can touch any three of those pieces, whether it's queer, whether it's sober, whether it's social. Uh, we're going to find something and talk about it. Yes, I love the voice message idea. And if you're not keen to that, definitely shoot us an email. You can reach out to us at queersobersocial at gmail.com. Send us your anonymous stories, anonymous questions. We would love to read and hear about them on the podcast. So reach out to us. Let us know you're here. Let us know you're listening because we know you're out there. So we want this to be the hub of all things queer, sober, and social. Awesome. Well, I think that about wraps up today's episode. So just make sure that you're subscribing. Um, again, if you're on Twitch, you can make sure to hit that follow button. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Popped up like that. If you're on YouTube, you can also follow. Um, I think you can just subscribe to our channel and you'll be able to follow us like that. Um, and again, if you happen to be following right now, uh, you'll get a nice ghostly thing that pops up right above us. Uh, but definitely Ooh. make sure to subscribe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Yes, and you can find our podcast on all major platforms, and the video podcast will be live at twitch.tv. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Queer Sober Social Podcast, and take care. Have a good night. Thank <laughs> you.